Oh, the highlight of my week has been going to Superdrug. I got up at 4 a.m. Superdrug does not open till 9. There was another highlight of the week, but I just can't remember. There's been so little going on. Let's go. Let's go for our big star. Are we ready? So welcome to the Confessional Podcast. I'm Ashley Conrad. We're back again to talk about things and to talk about people. First up, I need to say congratulations to Wendy Williams. So the story is, apparently there were um, rumours earlier this year that her talk show was about to be cancelled. Well, that is not true. Apparently this week, or a particular week, the Wendy Williams show has been renewed for a 12th season. I am a huge, huge Wendy Williams fan. On the bottom drawer in my bedroom, next to my Mills and Boons collection, next to my Fifty Shades of Grey, next to my The Submissive Sex Book, I have my Wendy Williams collection of books. I've got about four, five, six books of Wendy Williams. Yes, she's mean to people. Yes, she can be a bit rough. Yes, she looks a bit odd. But she's worked hard and I appreciate how hard she's worked. So you go, Wendy Williams. I'll be there at season 12 watching on YouTube for free. Now, moving on, obviously, I look for stories in the newspaper, online, just in life, going out driving, going to the toilet. I'm always looking for things to talk about in this podcast. So I was looking through the newspapers and wow, I arrive at the Daily Star, which is a British tabloid. Now, obviously, I'm not looking for deep political analysis. I'm looking, not looking for anything particularly intellectual or deep or anything on the stock market. But geez, geez, everyone's boobs are out in this paper. Is there an equivalent? Do we have like an equivalent where every man's penis is out in the newspaper? Is there the opposite? Because like, wow. So I was looking this week. They've got Christine McGuinness unleashes boobs in latex bikini. Basically, the bikini does not fit her properly. Or she's just wearing it and taking selfies and posting it on social media to get attention. I don't, why is that a story? And I'm gonna look at it, see this lady in a bikini that's possibly too small. And what? What do I do after that? Another story, I don't know who this lady is. Her name's Demi Rose. Apparently her boobs make escape. They made an escape bid in a curve skimming dress for red hot display what the hell <laughs> it's madness we're all in lockdown in the uk we're slowly coming out so it's very likely christine mcginnis was in a bikini in her own house possibly in her own bath she might have a pond demi rose her boobs are trying to escape in a skim skimming dress maybe she was watching the news at 10 and she took a selfie. This is ridiculous. This actually made its way into a newspaper that these two people's boobs had made and tried to make an escape. There's more, it does not end there. So another woman called Chloe Ferry, I don't know who she is, but apparently she got a friend, she had assistance for this one, to cover her boobs <laughs> with bubbles in a behind the scenes clip of her in the bath. <laughs> oh God. Is this what we call first traps? I discovered this the other day when I was trying to find out the pronunciation of the guy in um, Sex Education, his name. He was doing a video for first traps. Of all these boobs in the newspaper, is this what we call a first trap? Because so Chloe Ferry had assistance. She was in the bath, I guess wearing some sort of clothes. 
I don't know. I didn't really zoom into the picture. I wasn't that interested. And she's got a friend pushing the bubbles up. So that means there's three of them in the room. So much for social distancing. Chloe in the bath. A friend and assistant's pushing bubbles. And then someone taking pictures. And then where did that... Where was that posted? Where was that posted? I love this attention-seeking. It is first trapping. I don't know who these people are, but it is funny to laugh at. I wonder if they have OnlyFans. If not, forget OnlyFans. Just Google boobs trying to escape. Free porn. There's a lot of creaking going on. I'm sorry. We're having to improvise. It's podcast time. We're having to improvise. Now, this week I was talking to... I can't remember who. I was talking to somebody anyway. And I was praised. So we're going to share this with you. Somebody praised me for not taking the reality TV route to become a presenter and to do all this stuff. Is that a bad thing? I think it's quite good. It did have me thinking, though. Because... um, what kind of reality TV show would I do? What would I be good at? I had a thought. Now, I'm one type of person reality TV has evolved. I do shame anyone that has had Botox or fillers. I once called someone I was um, also close to. He had Botox and I did call him Plastic Face. Not the right time or place to be calling people that. So I thought, what kind of reality show would suit me? So I thought, um, maybe Big Brother. I've got a very good friend that was in Big Brother. I used to love watching Big Brother when it was on Channel 4 and Channel 5 and then Ryland took over. I'm not a fan of Ryland. So I thought Big Brother, but then look at Lockdown. Lockdown has been a mess for me. I've hated it, so maybe not Big Brother. Would I? And I would be the miserable one just sat there in the corner, annoyed or just drinking too much or just under the covers playing with myself let's just keep it real so big brother was a no then i thought i have way too much self-respect to be having sex on tv so love island would be a no it's a consideration but no i can't do in love island i've never really watched that show anyway and i don't don't know do i sound too intelligent to be on love island i'm gonna get loads of comments now saying no ashley you sound thick But then I came to the last reality show I actually like, 90 Day Fiancé. So have you seen this one? So in America, there's this law about getting married to someone outside of the country within 90 days, and I haven't gone too deep into it. So I thought on 90 Day Fiancé. Now, usually it's a very, can we say unattractive? Yes, unattractive older American going to a third world country or finding someone from a third world country and bringing them over and then them not really getting along is the whole premise of 90 Day Fiance. So I thought I could be the old sugar daddy. Yes. I'm still in my 20s, but we can dream because I'm not going to go on reality TV anytime soon. I could be the old sugar daddy. I could have my balls on the ground and I could just find some 20-year-old or 20-something-year-old to cook for me and rub my feet. Now this made me laugh. Do you remember Gwyneth Paltrow? She named her child Apple. And we were all like, what? Like, seriously, girl? You called your child Apple? Did you know that Gwyneth Paltrow was an actress? I didn't know that. Between you and I, I just thought she was like a vegan who was really preachy and annoying and who would tell everybody different stuff. I had no idea she was an actress. Talk going back to her child being called Apple. I've always said that if I ever did have a child, which would be unlikely, I would name him or her plantain or plantain depending where you're from just you know i like to be included anyway the woman who named her child after the green fruit gwen she is now selling us a candle bearing in mind i said she was like a preachy vegan she's now selling us a candle now the candle does not smell like a vegetable it smells like 
Oh, I should have said it smells like fish, but no, it smells like her orgasm. What the? I don't know what's going on today. Doesn't sex smell like a stuffy room? It smells musty, like an unwashed old person. All that heat and friction and body fluid and sweat. Why would you want a candle to smell like that? But then again, if you enjoyed the sex, do you actually remember the smell? Or don't you just stay in that same smell until you leave and drive home? <laughs> or do you, mm, it's nasty. So apparently last year she sold the smell of her vagina in candle form. That, that's, what does that, again, what does that smell like? I have a lot less experience here. What does it, would I even like that smell? Maybe we should do an edible candle. An edible candle vagina. Oh, that's, no, no, we're going in places we don't need to go. Let's talk about the orgasm candle. So the, so the, the candle, the smells like my orgasm candle is available to pre-order from Goop for 59 pounds. How would you do an advert for that? Want to smell like my vagina? No, it's not vagina. Want to smell like my orgasm? Fifty-nine pound from Goop. That's a weird advert. Oh, <laughs> I guess this candle must smell like a condom or wine or poo, depending how kind of how you have your sex. Now, Tommy Lee. Do you remember Tommy Lee? Apparently, he was a rocker. I didn't know he was a musician. Hands up. I only known him or know of him from the sex tape with Pamela Anderson that I once owned. So, let me tell you this story. So, apparently, he responded to awkward questions about his famous ex-lovers. Um, but he did this by hanging up the phone on a radio interview. Okay, there's more. So, he was talking to Australian presenters on Triple M's Moon Man in the Morning. Silly name about his new solo album, which is due to be released later this year. Congratulations, Tommy. So, the presenter, her name was Jess Eva, went in with some more personal questions in her interview. So, she said, You are a hero to many men around the world because you've romanced some of the hotties in your time. Okay, so that's a, that's a fair enough question. I would ask that question during the interview. So, Jess went on to say, um, Have a lot clear. Pamela Anderson, Naomi Campbell, Pink. I didn't know Pink, okay. So, and she says, um, the question was, out of all your lovers, who was the best one? <laughs> Why you would ask somebody that? Why on earth you would ask someone that? Now, as I said, I had a copy of Tommy and Pamela Anderson's sex tape. When I was a teenager, somebody was selling it in the playground, I bought it, you know the rest. So when I was organizing this podcast, I went back and I re-watched the sex tape because I was curious to know why they're still bringing up Tommy and Pamela Anderson like 20, 30 years after. All I can say is, bruv, you know when you see something and all you can say is, bruv, wow, Tommy must be African. <laughs> He's got some African blood because wow, bruv, that was big. Anyway, as soon as the radio presenter, who I'm going to say was very stupid to ask this, Tommy hanged up the phone. That was it. Obviously, they laughed, and that was it. This sex tape was good. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that honest. It was not a bad sex tape at all. But this happened years ago. Nobody cares anymore. Neither really these two are really in the news anymore. So we don't. This is a really, really poor line of questioning. However, if you had asked Ray J about a sex tape, he would have said yes, because he loves talking about that. If you want to be controversial, interview Kanye West and ask him about his wife's sex tape. 
Now, lastly, I am no sports fan at all. My dad was a semi-pro footballer and he did try and turn me into the next Ashley Cole or whoever, but it just didn't work. Bizarrely though, I do remember seeing a lot of man boobs in those changing rooms as a child. It was a very confusing times. Why footballers had man boobs? I don't have a clue, but hey-ho. But I'm saying this all because we need to talk about footballers' wives. Do you remember them? Just about. You usually remember the footballers' side pieces that sell their story to the paper. So, um, a goalkeeper, a former goalkeeper's wife named Stephanie Shilton claimed it was a ploy by Colleen Rooney to regain popularity in the country and keep her white crown. So, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Colleen Rooney went to court and went to social media to say Rebecca Vardy who was married to a footballer his name is Vardy I can't remember his first name <laughs> is it Lenny Lenny Vardy I don't know um, and then she tried to expose her saying that Rebecca Vardy was looking at her personal Instagram and selling boring stories to the newspapers about her life the story that we didn't care about so apparently Colleen and Rebecca are trying to hash out their differences outside the court. Rebecca said she didn't need the money. Colleen showed evidence that the only person viewing the stories was Rebecca. We all temporarily got excited. We were reminded, oh my God, Colleen Rooney. She's married to Wayne Rooney and Rebecca Vardy. She was on, um, what was she? Oh yeah, she was on I'm a Celebrity. I don't really know much about her. She's one of the, yeah, I just don't, we don't know. But then I was thinking, why would Colleen want to remain the most popular wag? Do we still have wags anymore? Do we still remember? Because when you think of Wayne Rooney, you think of that name, you instantly think of the hair because he had his hair transplanted in that situation. You think of cheating. There's been so many cheating stories with grandmothers, with strippers, with all kinds of people. You think of drinking because we know he likes a good drink. And that's it. You don't really think of Colleen, the long-suffering. She's maybe not even suffering. She's probably having a great time. She may even have her own side piece. That's a story we need to find about. We'd be interested in that. If you want to sell that story, Rebecca Vardy, allegedly, which is, we don't know, that might not be true, but sell that story. So do you think these footballers' wives are their main girlfriends? Let's keep it real, because a lot of these footballers, they've got side pieces. Just the same way Prince Charles had his side piece. These footballers have their side pieces, and many. They're not really celebrities or fashion icons anymore, are they? Like, remember Cheryl Cole? She had that incident with the toilet attendant and she was in a girl group and, you know, she was known at the time and Ashley Cole cheated on her like crazy. There was David Beckham and Rebecca Lewis and there was some woman called Victoria was involved. They were kind of celebrities, they had their own careers. Victoria Beckham used to pretend to be a singer back then, now she makes clothes that no one's buying. It was a different time. If we didn't hear Colin Rooney or Rebecca Vardy, up to now, no shame to Rebecca Vardy, or shame or shade to Rebecca Vardy. I don't really know who she, what she looks like or who she is, but it's a different time. I'm not sure we care like we used to. That's the Confessional Podcast this week. Thank you for listening. You can like, subscribe, and leave comments underneath wherever you're listening to this too.